0: It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate.
1: Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. My name is Claire Coles, and this is your weekly update. It's the week of December 12th, but this is coming out on Tuesday, the 13th. Let's start with what you missed over the last week. Then we'll move on to what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. So to start off, I do want to say apologies for getting this out a day late. Like I said, this is for December 12th, the week of that Monday, but this is now Tuesday as I had a death in the family. Um, So RIP Grandma McConnell. So apologies for getting this out a day late, but family must come first. In the world of sports, though, I will say teeny tiny bit of baseball news is that Aaron Judge is staying with the Yankees. So I know Yankees fans are happy about that. Moving on to NCAA basketball for week five, number 17, Illinois upset the number two Longhorns in overtime, winning 85 to 78 to lead off the week. That was the Longhorns first loss of the season. Number 13, Maryland got edged out by Wisconsin on Tuesday and then to number seven, Tennessee on Sunday. So a two loss week for the Terps. Number 20, Iowa State lost to their rival Iowa 75 to 56 after a shameful 20 point first half. Number eight, Alabama came back to beat number one, Houston in the second half, outscoring the Cougs by 10. Number 10, Arizona had a strong game, scoring over 40 points in both halves against a talented number 14 Indiana team. After a big win over Texas, number 17, Illinois had a letdown game against unranked Penn State, losing by 15 also continuing the upset train, BYU upset number 21, Creighton, which has now put them out of the top 25. Number 22, San Diego State was newly ranked before losing to St. Mary's on Saturday. Number 11, Auburn got their first loss to Memphis in the Holiday Hoopsgiving Tournament in Atlanta. And that is week five's losses in the top 25. Another major story from college basketball this week was that Texas men's basketball coach has been suspended after being arrested on assault charges. The assault in question was on a family member or a member of his household. It was actually on his fiance, but that's what they call the assault it also impeded her breathing. That third degree felony is subject to 2 to 10 years in jail. The 2 has been have been in a relationship for 6 years when this fight broke out. She claims she broke his glasses and then he choked her and bit her. He has now been suspended without pay. In contrast, though, I will leave you with a feel-good story of Northwestern State's Hansel Emanuel. He is a one-armed freshman basketball player, and he scored his first points this past week. In the NBA, I want to go over the standings. In the East, the Celtics lead the way in the league, actually, with 21 wins. The Bucs sit in second. As of right now, the Heat are last in the playoff picture, and the Bulls are first out. On the west side, the Pelican and the Grizzlies are tied at the top with 18 wins apiece, but the Pelicans have the tiebreaker. The Jazz are last in playoffs, and the Timberwolves are the first out. Also out is notable LeBron James and the Lakers. Sticking with pro basketball news, but on the WNBA side, I wouldn't be a sports podcast or blog if I didn't mention this news story because it was huge. Brittany Griner is back on U.S. soil. We have swapped Russian's Merchant of Death arms dealer to get Brittany Griner back to the United States after traveling to the country with hashish oil, which is illegal. She was sentenced to nine years in prison, then was transferred to a penal colony and was over in Russia for a total of 10 months. We do still have a Marine over there, Paul Whelan, but we have traded the merchant of death for Brittany Griner. Griner is happy to be back with her family and has already dunked on the court. For college football, the only game we had this past weekend was the Army-Navy game. That game went into double overtime for the first time ever. And Army came out on top 20-17. to For those of you who bet the under, that was a sad, sad sight to go into the second overtime. Immediately after the loss, also, Navy fired their head coach. Also this weekend on Saturday night was the Heisman. So the Heisman was given out to the best college football player. It does not have to go to a quarterback, but it did go to the nail painted quarterback of USC, Caleb Williams. It went to Caleb over the quarterbacks from Georgia and Stenson Bennett, TCU and Max Duggan and Ohio State's CJ Stroud. Also, on a terribly sad note, Mississippi State's head coach, Mike Leach, was hospitalized with a heart condition on Sunday. He is 61 years old, and his team is set to play Illinois on January 2nd. Thoughts and prayers go out to the Leach family. And then actually, as of today, Tuesday, Mike Leach has officially passed away. So, again, our... Thoughts and prayers go to the Leach family as this was a huge shock. He was just winning his first Egg Bowl against Ole Miss on Thanksgiving. So a it is just awful and has just rocked the college football world. He has been a head coach for places like Texas Tech, Mississippi State, um, Washington State. They were all known for their extremely high-powered offenses and made the game of football extremely fun. He was a normal guy, not just everything has to be football all the time. I encourage you to go look up videos of especially lately getting interviewed by SEC sideline reporters. Um, I know there was one where he literally told the sideline reporter who was about to get married that she should elope. He also talked about sweet potatoes for a really long time on Thanksgiving. Uh, My personal favorite story of Mike Leach, he was an assistant at Oklahoma with Bob Stoops. And during one of our OU Texas games, he left out our playbook on purpose. And it was found by a grad student for Texas who then brought it into the Texas locker room and thought that they had cracked the code to Oklahoma's offense And this was when Mike Leach was our offensive coordinator. Um, They were convinced that they found our playbook. And so they ran all the defensive plays and we knew exactly what they were going to run. So Texas ended up in a 17 to 0 hole that year. And it's all Mike Leach is doing of leaving that playbook on the field. So just things like that, that made Mike Leach such an amazing offensive um, mind for the game of college football. So this is a big loss for the game. Moving along to the NFL for week 14, we only had six close games, but a lot of headlines from the weekend, starting with as a Sooner quarterback. Baker Mayfield made his Rams. Yes, Rams debut on Thursday night against the Raiders and led the L.A. team to a comeback win. he did look like his old Oklahoma self. The Texans gave the 9 and 3 Cowboys a huge scare as the Dallas team trailed 20 to 17 at half, but they did manage to pull out the win scoring 10 points in the fourth quarter. The 49ers are having a huge trouble keeping a quarterback on the field. Recently they turned to recent Iowa State grad Brock Purdy who became the first rookie quarterback to beat Tom Brady in his debut. The 49ers destroyed the bucks 35 to 7. Also in quarterback news, Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson left the game against the Chiefs with a concussion with 12 minutes left to go in the game, but the damage has been done not to his actual head but to the game as the Chiefs were uh, won the game 34 to 28. The Eagles put up some college football point totals through their game on, against the Giants winning 48 to 22 in a huge upset though the 5 and 7 lions beat the 10 and 2 vikings 34 to 23 so not a squeak by but an actual defeat the vikings were leading the division also a big upset the jags beat the titans by a similar score the Lamarless Ravens put up ten points in the first quarter and then didn't score another touchdown, but it was enough to hold off the also on their backup quarterback the Steelers. Better thank your D, Baltimore. The Panthers had not won an away game all season until this weekend against the Seahawks in Seattle, beating them thirty to twenty-four. The Dolphins also fell to the Chargers by six to make things more interesting in that division race. The Cardinals also have had a bad season this year, and it continues to get worse for Arizona fans after QB Kyler Murray went out of the game during the first offensive drive with a torn ACL. That has been confirmed as of today, Tuesday. He is now out for the season. Just sprinkling in a little bit of golf here as the PGA tour is coming to a close. The match was this past weekend and it was well about as forgettable as I did last week for not mentioning it that you should be watching it. Uh, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas destroyed Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods in just 10 holes. There's literally a tweet of them going, what happened? It literally was over pretty quickly. Also, this weekend was the QBE shootout and Sahith Digala and Tom Hogue won and is the first rookie pair to win in 11 years. Also, Harris English and Matt Kucher, who have won the shootout three times, previously finished two shots behind them. I do want to cover a little bit of Olympic news as Swiss skier Wendy Holdner upset Michaela Schifrin in the World Cup slalom race this past weekend. This was her first win after a record 30 times on the podium. That was previously, as now it is over, the most ever podiums without a win. Congratulations. She could no longer say that. Not anyone. No one wants to have that record. In another upset for the Americans, Japanese skater Shoma Oh. Uno won the gold at the Grand Prix final in Italy over the weekend. Uno had taken second twice previously and finally got his coveted gold. American Ilya Malinin had a bad start in his short program, but rebounded very nicely in his long pro in the free skate to take bronze. So that was why he was upset in the Grand Prix final. Also, for swimming news, FINA is rebranding. This is, most people don't know this, but it is actually French. It is the Federation Internationale de Natation, which is French for International Swimming Federation. They will be changing their name before the 2023 World Championships in July. That will take place in Japan. The new name will be more inclusive as it is just swimming right now. And FINA oversees diving, water polo, and artistic swimming as well. Moving along to soccer, this is the last week for the World Cup. The World Cup final will be Sunday, and the quarterfinals did not disappoint. After Friday, we were 2-for-2 going into PK shootouts to advance. It was amazing. The last time that happened was 1986. So starting with Croatia versus Brazil, it was 0-0 after regulation. In extra time, Brazil, Brazil's star Neymar scored his 77th goal in international play, putting him even with Pelé for the most ever for the very storied soccer nation. Croatia scored, though, evening the score in the 117th minute, just three minutes from the end of extra time. So just like that, we are headed to PKs. Croatia executed those almost to perfection, sending Brazil home in the quarterfinals for the second World Cup in a row. Croatia won PKs 4-2, to two, and Neymar didn't even get a chance to take his. That is one of the bad parts about putting your star player last in that lineup. The second game on Friday was also amazing and lived up to expectations. Argentina was winning 2-0, an almost insurmountable score in the 73rd minute, but the Netherlands fought back, scoring their first goal 10 minutes later. Then we had 11 minutes of stoppage time, and thank goodness for the Netherlands, because they needed all of those minutes, they scored in the final minute of stoppage time to bring the game to 2-2. I couldn't believe it. No one could believe it. The Netherlands players could barely believe it. So we ended up going to extra time. That ended in a tie. So we headed to PKs. But that is where the Netherlands luck ran out. Argentina holds on to win, beating the Netherlands 4-3 to three in PKs. Then Morocco on Saturday, a lot less exciting on Saturday. Morocco is the first African nation to make it to the World Cup quarterfinal and now the semifinal after beating Portugal 1-0 to zero on Saturday. And then defending champ France versus big-time powerhouse England was also the final quarterfinal game. France put up the first goal against the powerhouse England in the 17th minute. But as he always does, British star Harry Kane scored off a great penalty kick in the 54th minute. France pulled back into the lead, though, with an amazing, amazing header in the 78th. And again, it fell to Kane on a PK in the 84th, but he missed the goal going over the bar with the ball, and that was it for England. So France, the defending champs, Advance semifinals are Argentina versus Croatia and France versus Morocco on Tuesday and Wednesday. So that wraps it up for what went on this past week, but what to watch this upcoming week is a, what we're headed to next. And obviously I will hit soccer, even though that was a nice little segue there, but starting with the NBA, as I always do like to go in alphabetical order. So NBA Tuesday, we got the warriors at the bucks at six thirty PM on TNT. Those two are in the top of the conference and, um, Divisions, So that'll be a nice, a uh, nice game. The Celtics also at the Lakers at nine, also on TNT Wednesday, catch the Knicks at the bulls at six 30 on ESPN and the Timberwolves at the Clippers at nine. Then Friday catch the Warriors back on TV against the 76ers at six 30 on ESPN and the nuggets at the Lakers at nine. For NCAA basketball, we don't have a ranked-versus-ranked matchup until Wednesday. Then we have number 19, UCLA, at number 13, Maryland, at 8 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. Then Saturday, a huge lineup. Number 14, Indiana, at number 6, Kansas, at 11 a.m. on ESPN 2, followed by number 8, Alabama, at number 18, Gonzaga, at noon on CBS Number one, Houston at number three, UVA at 1 p.m. on ESPN two. UVA is still undefeated as of now. Number 19, UCLA has another tough game at number 16, Kentucky at 4.15. You can catch that on CBS. And final ranked first game, ranked first ranked game of the week is number seven, Tennessee at number 10, Arizona at 9 30 p.m. on ESPN two. Moving along to college football bowl games begin this week so on Friday you can catch Miami of Ohio at UAB and number 25 UTSA versus number 24 Troy in the trading cure the Duluth trading cure bowl you can catch that on Friday at 2 p.m on ESPN then we've got a full slate on Saturday there is Six games coming up on that day. I love the the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. It is literally black and red versus black and red with Cincinnati at Louisville. That starts at 10 a.m. on ESPN. Florida then plays number 14, Oregon State at 130, also on ESPN. Washington State, again, a former Mike Leach school at Fresno State at 2.30 on ABC. Rice is the only team to have a losing record and make a bowl game. They will play in the Lending Tree Bowl at Southern Miss at 4.45 p.m. on ESPN. SMU plays in the New Mexico bowl versus BYU at six 30 also on ABC and then UNT plays Boise state at eight 15 on ESPN for the full bowl game schedule. Please check out the blog, the girlfriend's guide to sports. It is under football games and then top 25 games of the uh, top 25 games. It is all under that. I have added the full 2022 Bowl game schedule, as well as I will have this week's games also on the weekly update. But moving along to NFL for Monday Night Football, yesterday was the Patriots at the Cardinals at 7 15 on ESPN. Thursday Night Football catch the 49ers at the Seahawks at 7 15. That is on Prime. NFL runs into Saturdays now since college football regular season is over. So Saturday, you can catch the Colts at the Vikings at noon then the Ravens at the Browns at 3.30, and the Dolphins at the Bills at 7.15. Those three games are on NFL Network, though. Sunday, you can catch six games at noon, either Fox or CBS. The Fox games are the Eagles at the Bears, the Falcons at the Saints, the Cowboys at the Jags. Then CBS games are the Lions at the Jets, the Steelers at the Panthers, and the Chiefs at the Texans. At 3.05 p.m. on Fox, you can either catch the Cardinals at the Broncos or the Patriots at the Raiders. Then on CBS at 3.25, the Titans at the Chargers or the Bengals at the Bucks. 7.20 that night, Sunday Night Football is the Giants at the Commanders at 7.20 on NBC. And then next Monday, the Rams at the Packers at 7.15 on ESPN. We do have Tiger Woods back in action also this weekend for Saturday, the PNC Championship. This is that father-son moment for Tiger. He will play at 1 p.m. on NBC. And then Sunday, you can also catch the second round of that at 1230. Only a couple of hockey games this week. Tuesday, you can catch the Capitals at the Blackhawks at 8 on ESPN. Wednesday, catch the Red Wings at the Wild at 630 on TNT, followed by the Canucks at the Flames at 9.00. Then on Sunday, the Rangers at the Blackhawks at 6.30 on ESPN. Also, a little bit of Olympic sports this weekend. On Sunday, you can catch skiing and snowboarding. That will be held in Colorado. You can catch that on NBC starting at 11.30, and then it comes back on at 3.30. But what you've all been waiting for, soccer World Cup semifinal today, Argentina versus Croatia at 1 p.m. on Fox. Then the second semifinal is tomorrow, Wednesday, France versus Morocco. Let's see how far Morocco can make it, but they got to make it through the defending champs. They play at one also on Fox. Then on Saturday, we can have the third place match. That will be at 9 a.m. on Fox with teams to be determined. And the World Cup final will be Sunday the 18th at 9 a.m. also on Fox. That wraps it up for me this week. Again, thank you for bearing with me while I delayed this podcast and the blog post a day. Again, RIP to Grandma McConnell. RIP to Mike Leach in this podcast. Not a good week over here, but... Anyway, for always more details, check out the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports. And I will catch y'all next week on Monday.